0: This is your
1: wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club.
0: The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club.
2: The world's most dangerous morning show.
0: We, and the mother- we in the the...
3: And Sunday kicks off my lip service tour, and I'm so excited for that. Okay. Yeah, so shout out to everybody who's been supporting everything from me and the ladies of lip service. It's nice. been a lot because I've been, like, handling all the booking hotel rooms, the flights, the mm-hmm. guests, the everything. And today, yesterday was a great day for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I bought this condo in Williamsburg. Correct. Uh, and this is very exciting to me. Shout out to my realtor, Sarah Golan, because she is amazing. Mm-hmm. So she helped me get this um, condo and it's an investment property that I'm going to rent out and she got somebody to rent it and pay upfront for the entire year nice so that's after great after paying my taxes that was an amazing uh, pivot
4: yeah that's nice well congratulations
3: thank you and I want to shout out to one of my best friends in the world we went to high school together I just We took our moms together for Bermuda. We're always together. My friend, uh, Jamil, she just got a brand new job. She called me yesterday with that. So she does real estate. She did our uh, contract for the juice bar. Okay. And she does um, commercial real estate law. And now she just got a great new job where she's heading up a whole entire team. I love when my friends are bosses and do boss things. So shout out to her.
4: Well, congratulations to her. Now, of course, I'm on my uh, homecoming tour. So this weekend I'll be uh, in North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh Uh, I do the HBCU tour. I just hit all the colleges and do everything from DJing to talking about real estate, talking about financial literacy, talking about radio. So I'll be in North Carolina tonight and South Carolina tomorrow. Uh, next week, of course, I'll be at Hampton University. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, I got a couple of colleges lined up. Last week, I was in uh, Central State University. I was also in Howard. So it's, I love this. I, I really the, enjoy talking to the students, especially since I went to HBCU. By the end of your
3: HBCU tour, you're going to have an afro.
4: I'm going to have an afro. Yeah, I'm letting my hair grow, man. I, <laughs> people all day, people are like, is your hair real? Is your hair? I'm like, my hair is real. So that's going to be a, a lot of fun. And then, you know what? Um, my wife and I, we've been together for 25 years Ooh. this year. I can't believe she still can put up with you. I mean, me too, man. I, I don't know how she does it. So um, next week we're going somewhere special. So I'm going to take on those where surprises. Where y'all going? can't tell you. Oh. can't tell you. Same she
3: listens? Yes, yeah, she is. She's <laughs> actually yeah. up.
4: She's actually up. So um, morning, baby cakes. So, I thought
3: she was more of
4: the planner. Uh, she, don't mess this up, Envy. She is, but um, I'm planning this one out. Okay. I got some friends that are helping, but I'm planning this one out, so it should be a lot of fun. It's, I mean, it's 25 years, so you want to do That's something nice. different. You just want to share, and this is going to be like the one of the first times that we're actually leaving all the kids at home. Oh, wow. Yeah, so just me and her. We're probably not going to know what to do with each other, but... Well, we know what to do with oh, each yeah. other.
3: That's how those kids got and here. That's how
4: those kids got here. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Now, today, Busy Bone will be joining us from oh, Bone and that's my guy, Busy
3: Bone. Yes.
4: We'll kick it with Busy Bone. Also from Detroit, what up, Doe? Cash Doll will be joining us.
3: Man, I love Cash Doll, and her album is out today. So shout out to Castor. I actually hosted her listening uh, party in Detroit, and she was playing snippets from the album. And when I tell you, if y'all haven't downloaded that album, make sure you download Castor, because I love the diversity that she has, and she's really talented and very passionate.
4: Yeah, yeah. And shout out to all my Detroit family. Shout out to Ty Mopkins. Shout out to uh, Jay Neely, all the promoters out there. Uh, shout out to uh, my brother, Tone. There's so many people out in, in Detroit. I just want to say what's up, to and good morning, all right? Okay. Get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
3: Ooh, well, let's talk about Donald Trump and Ukraine. The White House acting chief of staff has made some... I guess you could call it admissions. I say confessions. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlemagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club.
2: <laughs>
4: Let's get in some front page news.
2: Start off with your Yankees. Start off with the Yankees. The Yankees lost yesterday. Not like I have any stake in uh, baseball. Not nah, the Yankees lost yesterday, which yeah. is
4: really hurting my feelings. Good. Uh, they lost to 8-3, to three. shout good. out to uh, you Houston Astro fans, but we will be back to win. No, you don't. Yes, we are. you are on the brink of elimination. We are on the brink of elimination,
2: but what does that Hold mean? Hold on, you sound very confident. We love a good comeback. I am confident. How confident are you? Like what you mean? Would you put anything on it? <laughs> would you put, don't we love you, a good comeback, though? Would you put anything on it? Like anything like what? I'm just saying, would you put anything on it, huh? Are you confident they're going to come back? Say it. Yes, I'm confident. Come I mean, here. I, I don't. I'm confident. You. Like, but like, but well, how much you like? Are you saying when I put my butt on it, when I, I put some money on it. Like, wow. what are you talking about? I didn't, know, I didn't. ask for your butt, sir. Yeah, I'm just asking. I don't. I don't want it. That's you she's just
4: offering it up. I'm just asking. You know, I, I just want to go to the World Series. You know, I want to take my pops to the World
2: Series. That's all. Come on, sound Yankees. Sound a little more confident. Sound like I sounded when I said we was going to beat the Jets, <laughs> my Cowboys.
4: And also, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, beat the Broncos 30-6. to 6. What else we got, Yee?
3: Uh, well, let's talk about White House Acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. He just admitted that Donald Trump... Well, you know what? i let him tell you himself. The
1: way anyway, there was a report that we worried that the money wouldn't... If, if we didn't pay out the money, it would be illegal. That is one of those things that is, has that little shred of truth in it that makes it look a lot worse than it really is. The Budget Control Act says if Congress appropriates money, you have to spend it. And we knew that that money either had to go out the door by the end of September or we had to have a really, really good reason not to do it. But to be clear, what you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into, the, into the Democratic server happened as well. We, we do We do that all the time with foreign policy.
3: Well, so what he admitted was that Donald Trump did freeze nearly $400 million in U.S. security aid to Ukraine. All of that was uh, because they wanted to pressure Ukraine into investigating former Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden.
2: Well, here's the thing. Whether it's Rudy Giuliani, whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's that guy, they're always admitting the crimes. And nothing happens.
3: Well, he doesn't feel like anything's going to happen because here is what Mick Mulvaney had to say about uh, whether or not he should have did that.
1: If you read the news reports and you believe them, what did McKinney say yesterday? Well, McKinney said yesterday that he was really upset with the political influence in foreign policy. That was one of the reasons he was so upset about this. And I have news for everybody. Get over it. There's going to be political influence in foreign policy. I'm talking to Mr. Carl. Uh, That is going to happen. Elections have consequences. And foreign policy is going to change from the Obama administration to the Trump administration.
2: Yeah, listen, they've normalized crime in the White House and they've normalized it so much and they do it in such plain sight that the general public doesn't even think that it's wrong. And nobody acts like what they're doing is wrong. And then Donald
3: Trump says you misrepresented and misquoted him. Yeah, right.
2: Listen, (laughs) if you don't act like something is wrong, people will think what what, what that person is doing is normal. Mm -hmm. If you don't punish people for their wrongdoing, people will think what that person is doing is normal. And that's what's happening in the White House right now.
3: All right, and I do just want to give a rest in peace to Brianna B.B. B. Hill. She is the 20th black trans woman to be killed in the United States this year. They are still uh, looking—well, they said the alleged shooter remained at the scene, and authorities are looking for no other suspects, so they do have that person. This was in Kansas City, Missouri, on October 14th. She was only 30 years old. She was shot on 43rd Street in Hardesty Avenue on Monday— she was dead when police arrived on the scene.
4: Damn, rest in peace. Yeah, definitely rest in peace.
3: All right, well, that is your front page news.
4: All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible night, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
2: Breakfast Club.
4: Wake up, wake up.
2: Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this?
5: Hey, this is Reese.
4: Hey, Reese, get it off your chest, mama.
5: Well, first of all, good morning to everyone. Good morning. Hi. Hey, yeah, thank you. Um, I listen to you guys every morning. So this morning, I am a little bit frustrated because... Um, I'm having a hard time getting through to my husband in regards to making sure that the wife is happy at home because the happy wife makes a happy home. That's so right. I feel like he puts his priorities um, like he puts me as a priority like low on the list. He'll have like the energy to go to football or play this or play that but when it comes to like spending quality time with me and you know making sure that my needs are met he's comfortable with telling me no and he doesn't see a problem with that so mm. that's why I'm frustrated this morning he's taking you for granted I don't know how to get through
3: to him well we have two guys here has that ever been an issue for your wives
2: yeah I don't see how your family cannot be a priority but um, I, I do think all of us at certain times can, can, can become selfish only because we might be hustling too much. You know what I'm saying? We might be out in the streets too much running around doing what it is that we are doing that we just feel like our families are going to be there. So yeah, you do have to be intentional about making time.
3: Mm-hmm. You might have to put things... You might have to put things
4: in his schedule. Yeah, you just need to have a conversation. I mean, I'm guilty of that, too, because sometimes you, you work, you work, you work, you work, and you forget to put things in priority. And that's just, I think, a lot of the time the, the nature of, of the business, because, you know, you always look at I want to protect and provide. And sometimes you forget to do the small things. So I'm yeah, guilty of you, that as, as well at times, too. But like,
2: sometimes you got to reset and, and, and spend that time. Like, it's just certain things I know that I'm going to do every day. I'm going to sit down and have dinner with my family. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that you know I'm, I'm I'm reading with the kids and praying with the kids before they go to bed. Me and my wife are going to sit down and have a conversation before the night is over. Like those are just certain things that you just have to do.
3: Girl, you should do a pie chart and show him how much time he spends doing other stuff and the little sliver of time that he's doing stuff with you, and be like, okay, so this three percent, this three percent represents in this pie chart. <laughs>
5: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna definitely
4: try so that. So he can see it. Um, thank you so much Good for luck. listening to me this morning. Good luck, mama. Hello, who's this? What's well, right, up,
6: man? It's Phil. Hey, man, uh, y'all need to uh, probably stop doing this narrative where y'all make it seem like people y'all try to compare to LGBT or Q to a black struggle. Where you hear a <inaudible> got killed, I remember as you just a reporter transgender,
3: a trans woman.
6: Yeah, basically, if, if you really look at the story, it's them committing crimes in their own community. There's no black folks going around here actually looking for LGBT to kill.
3: How do y'all you know? So that? tell us what happened in this case.
6: I'm pretty sure I, I don't know. So you don't even know what
3: happened.
6: Most of the case I talked about before, that was other LGBT killing each other. Y'all try to put this narrative like black folks out here just looking for to kill.
3: Who said a black person? Who said a black person uh, killed her?
6: Hey this yo, my king. king. Hold on, hang on King. When, when y'all say statements like. Uh, uh, in the black community, they are more uh, homophobic. What? You know, where
2: the black community is more
3: homophobic than anything. King, when did I, I just
2: say that, King? I don't know. I don't know who said that, but you know, I think one thing that we fail to realize sometimes, man, is um, there's, there's black transgenders. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? <laughs> like they black people too. There's black gay people. Like gay, just, just because they're gay, don't mean they're not black. Like I look at black first. That's just me. That's right. You're right. But. When y'all listen to y'all
6: interviews, when y'all interview the LGBT, y'all always say, you know how it goes in the black community, they more homophobic
2: than anybody which is a lie I mean you sound kind of homophobic right now you but I mean I don't understand bad, what I'm this has saying. to do
3: with us just giving a rest in <laughs> peace to somebody who was a trans woman who was killed you, but they, sound,
2: you sound a tad bit homophobic right now my brother because I don't understand what I don't even understand what you' like point why is.
3: are you angry that we just gave somebody a rest in peace
4: get it off your chest which, 800-585-1051. if you need to vent hit us up now it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club <laughs>
0: your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this? This is King Mir. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest.
7: Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning, Angela Good morning. morning. What's up, bro? What's up, King? What's up, King? I just wanted to call and uh, thank you, Charlemagne. You know, I've been getting right with my mental health these past uh, Three, four weeks. You know, I'm I'm back on the meds. You know, doctor got me together, got me stable. So
0: I
2: love that. Like
7: good, I'm just I'm just grateful, and uh, you know, you always preaching mental health. Yes, and, sir. You know, I'm just grateful for you keeping that message alive, and I'm thankful because you know, I got my first child on the way. I'm gonna be a young father. You know, congrats. Black-
3: that's exciting. So you Congratulations. Know it's so be-
2: you know what's so beautiful about what you're doing? Uh, you're, you're seeking healing, and you're trying to get to a place of healing, and that's going to help you break those generational cycles, man. So you're, you're, your child is going to come into this world with generational blessings instead of generational curses. Yes, sir. And I just
7: want to shout out my girl, my girl Valerie. You know, she's strong. She hold it down for me. We've been together since uh, high school, so she's been a strong black woman for me. And, Charlie, man, I got something I want to ask you, man. Talk to me. Uh, you know, I'm only 21. You know, I'm trying to do right, get right on the right path with my mental health and everything. You know, I'll see if you can send me one of those books of yours, man. You know, that's I'm just trying easy. to read and get my mind right.
2: That's easy. I'll send you a copy of Shook One right now. I'm going to put you on hold and get your address. That's that's easy. Hold on. light work.
0: Hello, who's this? Hey,
5: good morning, y'all. This is Kay calling from Norfolk, Virginia. How are y'all? Hey, 757.
4: Seven. Get it off your chest.
5: So I'm mad this morning. I live in North Virginia. As I said, my daughter goes to Charlotte Forest Elementary School. She's six years old, and she's in the first grade. And the school has been in the news on our local uh, news channels for being infested with rodents, rodents, and potentially mold. So I'm very upset. My daughter's been out of school for a week. I've taken her to the doctor. It's hard to test for mold and asbestos and things like that. They don't have tests for that and asbestos doesn't show up for like 10 years. So I've taken her to the doctor to test her for what I can. Written the Norfolk school board members, the governor's office, the mayor's office, um, the department of health, the EPA, um, they're doing just enough to skate by and see that they're doing something. But the issue was reported by teachers at the school who provided pictures and supporting documentation to the news because they had been complaining about it and felt like nothing was done. Wow. So that's why I'm mad this morning.
4: All right. Well, hopefully they get that problem fixed, Mama. I'm so sorry. I would hate to hear that from my kids' school.
5: I hope so, too. I just want all the parents who got any kids in Norfolk going to Charlotte know we have to stand together. We get more accomplished that way. Like, Ward 3 in Norfolk, write your city council members, and let's get this taken care of.
4: All right. Thank you so much. All
5: right. Thank you.
4: Have a good one. Hello. Who's this?
5: Yo, what's up? What's up?
4: you
6: I got
2: on. Relax, 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 King. Get it off your chest.
6: It's Friday. Let him be
3: hype. Go ahead. Let it out.
6: Yo, I just want to give y'all a shout-out. I want to shout-out to my track team. I'm going to practice right now. And I want to shout-out to my organization. I started at my school called Black Men Don't Cheat. Hey! hey. So I'm out here representing. I'm at Augusta University. I'm doing my thing. And I just want everybody to know to go out there and spread
2: some positivity because it's Friday. And it's a blessing to be alive. And Hey, hey don't, I, be, don't, don't be out there ruining the movement now. If you're really about that faithful life, then act like yo, it, okay?
6: Yo, look up my school right now, Augusta University, and search Black Cheat," and I started the organization here. Wait,
2: it got to it, it be about your actions, though. You know what I'm saying? It can't yo, just be about yeah. lip service and words?
6: No. I got you. I got you. Go check the mission. We have a meeting every Friday. I just made a flyer. And I emailed you about it. I
4: emailed you. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question, bro. How many, how many, how many members in your organization?
6: Well, 34. But at our first meeting, we had 18 people show
4: up. All right, that's good. That's good. That's a start.
6: That's great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How y'all doing?
4: Keep spreading the word, bro. Get your ass to track practice. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, you, we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, let's talk about uh, a person who is doing the TV1 Uncensored series. And she is saying this person encouraged her ex-husband to cheat on her.
4: All right, well, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
2: Breakfast Club. I'm a young
4: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. It's about time. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Rumor
6: Report. Rumor Report. This
2: is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: So Kanye West, he's taking his Sunday service out of the country. He's going to be in Jamaica. That's right. He'll be there with a visit that's being supported by the Jamaica Tourist Board. Mm -hmm. And he'll be there tonight in Emancipation Park in Kingston. They said the service is free, open to the public, and it starts at 7 p.m.
2: I wonder, do they care about American uh, political views in Jamaica? Like, if he goes over there talking about Trump, would would they care?
3: If they have ties here. Like, a lot of people come here a lot. They have family here. So I think if it affects them in any way, then yes. And they probably also don't appreciate things that Donald Trump has said about uh, black people in general. So Mm -hmm. I would assume, I know some people when you go to Jamaica, they don't f with Trump at all. Right. So we'll see what happens. But it's about Kanye. You said
4: Kingston, right?
3: Yeah, I'll be in Kingston. That's going to be great. All right, Lisa Ray. she did her TV One Uncensored show. And in a teaser for that episode, she's talking about how she was friends with Dwayne Martin and that's her former All of Us co-star, by the way. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, Dwayne Martin got very close with her ex-husband, Michael Mizik, who was the chief minister of the Turks and Caicos uh, formerly. And she said things got a little shaky with their friendship because of this. When I introduced them, that was one of the worst things I ever did. Somehow within that
8: relationship, I lost my husband to Dwayne Martin, and they became better friends than what me and my husband did. And I couldn't understand that for the love of God he became disrespectful with introducing my husband to different women and women that we actually knew. So needless to say, me
2: and Dwayne don't f*** with each other at all. F*** him. How is that Dwayne's hey. fault, though?
3: Well, she probably feels like they were co-stars on the show. They were good friends. Why would you encourage and well, I, yeah, introduce
2: her husband my oh, husband? Oh, wait a minute. That whoa, was whoa, true. Whoa, whoa. I, didn't, I, I have to hear more details, but based on what we just heard, I didn't hear all that. Uh, she said he introduced, her, uh, uh, he introduced him to other women. And
3: women that we actually knew as friends and associates.
2: Okay, so if I I introduce you to a woman, I'm not responsible for what you and that woman do. Lisa acts like the brother that she was married to couldn't meet women without Dwayne. If he was introducing her to Lisa's friends, wouldn't her friends already know who he is and know that's Lisa's husband? That's on them. How's that on Dwayne?
3: Well, she don't mess with him, and it is what it is. Like, look, if I'm really good friends with somebody, right, like, for instance, let's just say, Envy, we work together every day, so if my boyfriend's hanging out with you and you're introducing him to women and you know he's doing these things, I'm going to be like, damn, that's messed up. Envy didn't give me no heads up. Like, you should come right to me and be like... Introducing
2: women for what, though? I like guess sure all we heard was introducing to women. I'm we don't sure it wasn't know that a business. though. We don't know that though. I'm Listen. sure he wasn't selling incense. When I when I introduced Wendy Williams' husband to Sharina, that was that was for business. They took it somewhere else. She wanted to be a model. He had a modeling agency. They took it somewhere. else. But then else. once
3: you knew it was somewhere else, did you feel obligated to say something? That's to not, Wendy? not his business. That's not my business. That's right. not his business. Well, I would now. So I would feel away <laughs> if my boyfriend did that and no one said anything to me but y'all knew and we hear every day
2: that's a, I, I understand that but that's a totally different story but from so, what she explained just now
3: so my well, and they were co-workers because they were co-stars on a show together but
2: that's still a different story from what Lisa Ray explained just now Lisa Ray said he, they met each other by the way the story could have ended with I lost my, my husband to Dwayne Martin that would have been way better <laughs> the headline sounded crazy. That's when I first read the headline, better. I said, wow. You know the way but again, we don't. Like we that.
3: haven't heard the whole thing. This is just a teaser for her. That's what I said. I
2: need to hear more details. Her this. thing. But I
3: will say, if that was me, not only do I not mess with my, hus- my ex-husband, which she doesn't, I also don't mess with you, because you was running around acting like that was cool. That I can understand. And so that's why I say I agree with that. I wouldn't mess with him either. Need,
2: I need more details to say. I, I, All
3: right. Congratulations cool. to young Miami. She had her baby girl. She gave birth. And last Sunday, she had posted a picture last Sunday being pregnant. So, I guess we knew it was happening uh, at some point this week. So, congratulations. You, City, Girl. City
2: girl's almost back, back,
3: huh? Uh-huh. Yep. The baby's out. JT is out. <laughs> All right. Now, let's talk about some good news, some positive things. The baby. He actually gave a woman a $1,000. She's a homeless mother who had a very young son. And he shared that video on his Instagram page, Amanda. Uh, lives in her car, and when she heard that he was coming to Atlanta, she sent him a message on Instagram and waited in line three hours to meet him.
0: You tag me on Instagram earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Put it away. Don't let nobody see that you got me. Don't worry about it. You keep this to yourself, and somebody you will let me take a picture of him for you. Oh Yo, I'm so f-ed up. Like,
3: this is my seventh
0: single wild bro. Thank you yeah, so I saw you
1: much.
3: It, Oh, isn't that sweet? hmm Now, that's a beautiful story. So, Absolutely. shout out to the baby for that. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
4: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, front page news, what are we talking about?
3: Man, I want to tell a really tragic story, and this is going to really hurt your heart. And I know yesterday we talked to Centoya Brown, but we're going to talk about a 15-year-old girl from Texas who actually committed suicide on Saturday, and she actually was a victim of human trafficking as well.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The yep. Breakfast Club. Yeah, Let's get in some front-page news. Yankees lost last night. What else we got, Don't Yankees?
2: say that so fast. The Yankees lost, and they're on the brink of elimination. Now, I have no stake in baseball. I actually hate baseball. I think baseball is and oh. I loved it more when everybody was on steroids. But being that uh, Envy gave me so much hell this week because my cow Cowboys lost to the New York, his New York Jets. They're not my New his York, York Jets. New York I'm Jets.
4: a Giants fan, but I'm glad the Jets just squashed. That's the I well, that's just made a, up. Well, guess what? I just made up that guess word. Guess what? what?
2: Go Houston! <laughs> Drop one of the Cooks bars for the Houston Astros. Bun Don't B, what's that's happening? Right. That's right, it's that's so what's problems. happening. Willie D, what's happening? Did you say Bo Trade B? Of truth? What's happening? They say all my partners in Houston. What's y'all. happening? I'm rooting for y'all. Positive I see y'all. energy.
4: That's right. Y'all ain't win yet. The Yankees is coming back.
2: Okay, like all your right. hairline. Anything <laughs> is possible. After seeing if hairline come back, anything's possible in New York. <laughs> what else we got you All
3: right. Well, let's talk about a Tatiana Jefferson. Now we told you this story about a woman who was fatally shot through her window because a neighbor had called the cops. They saw that the door was open and they just wanted to do a welfare check and make sure everything was okay. And the cops came, and this uh, police officer, Aaron Dean, did shoot her through the window in her own home. Well, now authorities are probing what former Fort Worth police officer Aaron Dean and his partner were told before they responded to that call from the home. They said the information came from the neighbor to the call takers, and while it was relayed to the dispatch, it was determined to be an open structure call. They said an open structure classification escalates the situation beyond a welfare check. And that's why the officers may have responded in a different type oh, of way. Oh,
2: here comes the spin.
3: Right. They said those types of calls could refer to a burglary or another crime, according to the report. And so they think differently, and there's a higher sensitivity to what is going on with that house.
2: So, my, once again, I always say you should measure twice or so you only have to the, the, the cut once. It seems like they're not measuring at all in your situation. They're right. just like, okay, this is big. This is big. And they just show up like it's big. Like, no, nah, it can't be that way, right?
3: You have to be, uh, I think, as a police officer, you see the door is not kicked in. There's no struggle going on in the
2: house. I don't, I just don't understand a- what happened. The pulling up in your car putting the blue lights on, getting on the uh, the big megaphone and saying, come out with your hands up, anybody in there. Like, you know what I mean? Announce yourself. Let people know your presence.
3: And imagine you live in the house and you hear some noises, so you might go. you grab your gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. I'll tell you the other day, somebody walked in my 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 um my gate. I grabbed my gun and let the dog out.
2: Listen. It was Jehovah's witness, but I didn't know. He walked through the gate. Self-preservation is the first law of nature, whether you're a police officer or a civilian. Okay, so everybody is trying to preserve their self. So mm-hmm. I have no problem with, IT. what's her name?
3: Rest in uh, peace. Oh,
2: what's her name? Atatiana. Tatiana. I have no problem with her grabbing her gun. And by the way, I have no problem with police being on alert too, but they just have to be a little bit more easy because they are the public servants that are here to, to serve the needs of the public.
3: Right. You don't shoot first.
2: And you know,
4: no. and you know what I never thought about, though? on Just a, on the side note, not that it makes any difference. But, you know, sometimes when you call the police for something, let's say you call the police, the first thing you say is, which is effed up, is they got a gun. And the reason you say that is because you think that they come faster. But... They usually do come faster, but they think somebody might really have a gun. So they definitely should have had their lights on and said, hey,
2: this is the police. Come out with your hands up. That's, That's what they all. definitely should have did. Everybody's afraid of the police. If you announce yourself as the police and you make your presence known, unless that person really, really, really wants some action, which you will know immediately, because they'll probably start shooting from the house or something, you'll you'll be fine.
3: All right. Now, let's discuss another story that happened in Texas. And I know we've been discussing sex trafficking a lot on this show to make sure people are more aware so, a 15 year old girl in Texas died by suicide on Saturday. It's two years after she was rescued from sex trafficking. Leticia Letty Serrano, she was a former student at Marshall Middle School in Houston. She was kidnapped near her school grounds and she was ho- sold to human traffickers back in 2017. She was only 13 at that time. Now, they did eventually find her and they said she came back basically damaged. Her father said that after his daughter returned, she tried to run away from home multiple times to see the man who had sold her into trafficking because she wanted to be with him. So they had just celebrated her quinceanero, and then, you know, she ended up committing suicide. And they wanted to spread awareness about her story and also raise funds to cover the cost of her funeral. So if you guys want to look that up, her name is Leticia Letty Serrano
2: poor baby died with all that trauma mm-hmm. how how you expect her to, to to remain mentally strong after all that she was only 14 when she, she probably got kidnapped 14 15 13 you know 13. 13 what i'm saying kidnapped. like I, I don't think it's enough prayer therapy counseling medication to fix all that damage you know mm. when you get broken at at, at that age
3: all right. Well, according to their what? Facebook post, they just said lady was abducted in 2017 through a man who drugged her and trafficked her. With the help of the community, I was able to get her back. The damage was already done, and the road to recovery is one of the hardest things for any child to overcome without the my right. Pro-
2: my problem with situations like this is we don't get to the root of it because who's the guy? Like who's the dude that kidnapped and drugged her? That's who needs to be and dead. She ran you back know what? To him, right? He
3: spent he only spent three days in jail.
4: So they did catch him. Mm-hmm. See now, as a father, right? You you don't want to kill him.
9: Yes, you don't want
4: to take him out forever. Yes, that's what a cop a the cops should be. A guy kidnapped your daughter yes. and, and f's your daughter's mind up where she wants to go back with him. I'm not supposed to lay him out yes. forever. I'm not supposed to give him a dirt now. And they yes. said
3: that he was allegedly seen with another 13 year old just days after.
4: How he did he incident. only do three days in jail? I have no idea.
2: I'll spend 20
4: years in jail to take care of that problem. He not, should be dead.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, and, I, and you're asking too much of me as a father not to smoke. Him, to be totally honest with you.
3: All right, well that is your front page news.
4: Damn, it is Friday.
3: Yeah, I just want to spread awareness about what's going on, though. Just I feel like we've been discussing this a lot, and we need to make sure we continue those conversations. Ah!
2: Is there any numbers we can give out? You yeah. uh-huh. see something, say something? Uh-huh. Mother F is out Jesus there. Jesus Christ. All right, what are we doing? All right, well,
4: that's front page news. When we come back, Cash Doll will be joining us. What up, doll?
3: Yes, that is my girl, Cash Doll, and her debut album is out today. And I guarantee you, y'all got to make sure you stream that, purchase it, whatever you got to do, and support my girl, Cash Doll.
4: Um, Let's go. All right. We'll get into that next. Is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Showing me mm-hmm. the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Word. Cash Doll.
8: What's good? What yes. up, though?
3: What up, dog? I'm in this. Ye- hey, y'all know I love me some cash, Doll. <laughs> I say it all the time. And this is timing because we've been trying to get Cash Doll to come up here for the longest. But the album, Stacked. It's on its way Why well, you been finals. ducking
2: us cash though I ain't been
3: ducking y'all Oh okay I've been ready
2: Damn right <laughs> I've ready I stay ready no, but
3: you, We did have a conversation And she did want to make sure When she came up here That I was promoting something
8: Because before you know I, I really wasn't promoting Because I couldn't even release music So it was like
4: Why couldn't you release music?
8: Because I was stuck in a contract mm-hmm. so, Let's talk about that Well,
4: You were stuck yeah. in a contract <laughs> Signed a bad deal Couldn't get out You waited to get out Yeah I did It was two years mm-hmm. Jeez, how, And, and I, how did you finally Get out of that deal?
3: I had to pay a bank. Yeah, bro. you got to pay. What and happened? To...
2: Who, was the, who was the label?
3: Uh, some local shit.
2: Oh, got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you I think legally, you
3: can't even really say their... Yeah,
8: I can't even say their name legally. I don't even want to. I'm over it. Yeah. I found peace in this situation. It was up, though. Because <laughs> it was, No, it was really up because right, right. it was like I was releasing music and it will seem like, okay, it's about to happen for Cash Doll and then it's gone.
4: They pull it off mm-hmm. the YouTube and it's, streams and all I'm all talking that. about they
8: even took it off Facebook. Like, it was nowhere. Like, I couldn't put music nowhere. I wonder why, though, especially if they
2: was making money off They of it.
8: That's the thing. It, it had to be more than just the money. It'd be petty, it, it, was, you. it was spiteful mm-hmm. to me, you know? But it's cool because I learned a lot that I didn't know because mm-hmm. I didn't know the business of, this is a, this is a f***ing business. That yes, was first, it is. You know yeah. what I mean? So now I know the business going mm-hmm. through court and going through all that mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, oh, all right. How much money do you realize- have to pay back? Ugh. <laughs> come I said it in the KD diary. Damn there, half a ticket. I had to come out total. Wow. From a local label, they were putting that kind of money out? It wasn't. They didn't. It was all of us just her finesse.
2: How much did they give you to sign?
8: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they it-
2: owe me. Well, you learned, you learned the lesson about <laughs> yeah. God, too. Nothing can stop what God has planned for a Exactly,
8: person. exactly. And that's what I, you know what? Like, because if I didn't have any, it, it learned me, it, it taught me how to surround myself with the right people because mm-hmm. I could have, I could have went crazy. Right, but I needed those people around me to keep my spirits up and keep me going. Cause you know how like when you, when you get your heart broken, that feeling. It's like I felt like that for every day for two years. Right, yeah. waking up like, oh, I can't do nothing. I can't put out nothing. I love this is my passion. Yeah, it yeah. was the worst feeling and ever. And like
2: don't make it feel better because it's not a heartbreak like that.
8: It ain't that type of yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. you can do about mm-hmm. it. You, it's nothing you can do about it. You put out something, it's gonna get taken down. You know, it's
2: just
4: f-ed up. So you signed local a new deal.
2: independent, don't matter. Yeah, I, 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 I signed a I'm a, I'm
4: a republic. republic. Yeah. Now you didn't stay, why? Why didn't you say independent after dealing with the label process and all that stuff before? I say, you know what? I'll just do this myself.
8: No, because they had my back, and I wanted to uh, like because doing it myself. I had that time when I first came out, like in 2014. I had that me time, mm-hmm. you know. And I I need a little structure. You a team. I mm-hmm. need I need a structure. I need stability. I need a team and i was just ready to go to the next level they, they even though it was like so many other labels reaching out, reaching out to sign me it's like they they stuck by my side mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and they even helped me
9: mm-hmm.
8: out the situation so i was like
3: all right i remember hearing go. that drake was trying to get you out of your label situation yeah drake yeah he was trying to help me too
2: go yeah. ahead drake yeah drake are real n******. what was he doing what you mean? Like, what was he doing? Like, how was he trying to help you get out?
8: No, I just... He came to uh, Detroit, the Summer 16 tour. Mm-hmm. And um, we just kicked it about my situation. He was like, well, just let me know how I can help, you know, help you get out of it. And at the time, I didn't even know how I could help myself get out of it. Mm-hmm. Until I dropped my song for everybody. And then that's when my money started coming. I right. snuck that song out, but they, they took it down. But it was so good. And it was out to where... Oh, let me no, let me tell you this. So, YouTube... I gotta finally got to deal with YouTube with Omnia, where you have to go through them in order to take my stuff down. Mm-hmm.
9: Gotcha. So
8: I finally had to deal with YouTube, and then YouTube was arguing with them back and forth. And then I'm like, well, what the lawyer told them, like, told them until we're done with litigations, then we could take it down or keep it up. But right now, no. Stayed so up. I'm like, hell yeah. It stayed up only on YouTube, though. Streaming service and all that, it was taken down. Right. That video was... Even now? Out. No, now, That's oh, now was was on, back then. I'm I'm here. It? I'm on this bitch. I'm in this she got bitch. An album. Yeah. So,
3: but, yeah. But that let's was talk that. about that song for everybody because that did really catapult you into a national following. That song changed my life. Mm-hmm. Because then I went from making like
8: twenty five, three thousand dollars a show. All right, now I can go up to ten. You know, so hey. now, now a bitch doing ten. That, <laughs> but now I'm doing like three shows a day, and then I'm doing a whole weekend. So a bitch racked up to where she could pay fifty <laughs> G's for a lawyer, just to, you know, right? Because my lawyer f- is M off lawyer. you. Yeah, I'm getting these. Hey, it's about to go around. So now I feel look. <laughs> What's up, bitches? I'm in this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, my lawyer is Eminem lawyer. His name is um Howard. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we reached out to him and he like, all right, this is how much he need. And it was expensive, You're but like, he, bro, got, he got it done. He got it done. So right. that song changed my life. Mm-hmm.
3: Listen, let me tell you, that song is so creative. I love it. So what even inspired you to say? Cause for everybody, she's speaking from, uh, yes, yeah, from the point of view of a side, the side chick, chick and, mm-hmm.
8: then, and then the wife, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Cause at first the song was just a side chick talking. And then what
2: were you at the time in this relationship?
8: Single, I'm lame. Okay. So, uh, the I was I was singing like side chick stuff because you know this is what I was hearing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, all right, don't make a song
4: about like that. shit. you, know? Why you like don't stop?
8: <laughs> don't you start Because I'm I'm ready for your. Shit. So, <laughs> um, I made that and then I'm like, okay, so the hook gonna be. Talking about the fellas, cause mm-hmm. we can't just talk about right. the, the women, the side chicks talking
3: to the woman. you y'all and, for everybody, you know.
8: So I'm mm-hmm. like, we gonna this the hook gonna be about the fellas. So these mm-hmm. niggas for everybody. Then I'm like, this not right, cause my mom is a wife. I'm like, let me speak on a wife perspective, cause a side bitch can't come at a wife like this.
3: I was like, who has it better in this situation? The wife. Nobody.
2: It depends. It really depends on the dude, cause you might have one of these lame ass dudes who end up leaving a wife. For the side chick, yeah. and then their life is—I've never met a guy who's left uh, their their wife for the side chick, and their and life got life, better. Yeah, nah, never. Cause My cause dad, you ain't living right. Nope,
3: because you ain't living right. You ain't nothing
8: good coming out of that anyway.
3: And then the so, girls be mad at each other, but not mad at the man. They both oh yeah, want to stay they with hate him, each other. but they hate each other. They hate each other. <laughs> I
2: hate that. Cause they expect that from the. (laughs) That's just the sad part. Like they expect (laughs) a man to be a man, but they're like, you supposed to hold it down. You a girl. Women ain't supposed to do that to each other.
8: Oh my God! I I would. I just had it.
2: (laughs) What you
4: you about over there?
8: Oh my God! Mm. Spill it, cash.
4: (laughs) Rabbit cash.
8: Oh, cause I I know a situation. You know, like a girl that wasn't even a. He she wasn't even with the guy. Like she's just. Used to being his side chick, like, and not, he don't even have a main chick. So it, it like, you've been around. He never this committed. Man, never committed yeah. to this man. As soon as I come around, he commits to me. We together. We like, ha ha. We happy. And then she like, bitch, you stole my nigga. He was never your nigga.
2: <laughs> he, she te- technically. How? She was kind of leasing. And you bought the Yeah, the option, the, yeah, the option <laughs> she never bought it. So came in and bought it. Yeah. It, was he keeping it 100 with her? Telling her, like, yo, I don't I mean, want to be your girl. I don't know. See and I don't I'm even saying?
8: give a f- at this point. But I just know how situations get, like.
2: N- be lying though. This n- is liars. You my boo, you my babe. But then telling everybody else, nah, that's just something I'm
8: f***ing. I hate them. I do. That's why I'm single now. It's like all these just do the same shit. Like, I be trying to be on my my you, you and your uh. wife and your kids be on matching this shit. And then I, I, <laughs> the Christmas time, the presents leading up. i like, this <laughs> I, I think like this. Man, bye.
3: But I know a lot of these guys. I know a lot of them trying to holler at you though, because we see
8: it. I mean, who
4: trying to holler? Who trying to holler? You yeah, I mean, know. I just see a lot of guys do this trying group, to
8: They yeah, so be, be taking shots. They end up on right. the shade room. Mary
3: not But it's
8: like I can't take you serious. You ain't did nothing but say something on social media.
3: Right. What have you done past that? What's the most effort somebody's ever made? Like somebody that you didn't really know like that, and they did something that was like, damn, they must really want to. Take me on a date. Damn, I had to think way back. That far back? Yeah, because lately they just, I don't know, they just talk.
4: All right, we got more with Cash Doll when we come back. Let's get into a joint off her album. This is KD Diary. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: So Cash Doll, let's flash back to when we sat down and had that conversation on lip service about confidence and how being an exotic dancer actually gave you the confidence you needed to get on stage and actually be a rapper.
8: Oh, yeah. Yeah, cause I was like, I wasn't too sure of myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure. I used to, even growing up and sh- and stuff like that. Like, the you burnt, get
4: an exotic dancing? That takes a lot I of. Wanted, I wanted that cheese, that cheddar. Mm-hmm.
8: You know what I'm saying? I had to get out. I had end up having to move back with my mom. I had to help my mom and my sister and brothers. I'm the oldest of six, so I'm like, I gotta get this cheese. Like, you know, I always been that one, cause I was like, I had three jobs at one time. Like, mm-hmm. I worked at Better Made. Chip Factory, Lil Caesars, and Best Buy. One time, <laughs> Damn. I like money. He was hustling, Word. and I like exp- I like nice things. It's something that I. It's in me. Right. I That's can't a Detroit thing. It. I feel like too. You know, Detroit. We love all that stuff: the furs, furs and the Gators, yeah, mm-hmm. Cartier glasses, all the jewelry. That's what we. I genuinely like this, mm-hmm. s- so I worked for it. You Did know what I mean? So seriously, at first, when you transitioned into music, no. Detroit gave me the hardest time ever.
9: It, well, Wh- you know why? what? Have I'm not going to say
8: the whole Detroit. It was 50-50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like the kids and all, they loved me. Mm-hmm. But the older people around my age, they just was like, no, she's just a stripper. Nothing else. She would never be more this and that. And da, da, da. I'm talking about, I used to wow. go, like schools used to have me come perform and uh, like they used to be like, why is she up there with kids? And she used to be a stripper and, and nah, she ain't going to never mm. be shitting. Oh, they used to clown the fuck. Out of me, I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I used to hurt my father. I used to be crying. Mm-hmm. I used to be crying. No Detroit gave me hell. Right. What's well, the
2: first? I can't think of no who. What female rappers came Dage out of Loaf? Detroit? Oh, I remember Boss
8: back in the day. Wasn't Bus from was Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah oh, wow. Who was in the studio? Who, so what was the first time you, where you knew you could rap?
8: When I went to the studio. The well, first time I was in the studio. You know Dex Osama? Yeah. That was my ex boyfriend. Right. So I used to dance, and this used to pay me like fifteen hundred dollars to stay home. He used to hate that. He's like, no, you staying home. And I used to stay home sometimes And then this one time We was in the car I was like Man you know what What I really want to do He's like Well I'm like I want to be a rapper He like We in a car right He stopped like Hey you can do that shit uh, You Oh you fine as fuck You got a chain already, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, already you got a got chain. chain You got a car You <laughs> got a chain already Everybody already love you you be singing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can do that. We're going to the studio tonight. I'm like, hell yeah, we going to the studio. I can do that, shit, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, right, I can do. We go to the f-ing studio and we argue the whole time. Why? Cause I. That's when I knew that that's really what I love. Because when you're passionate about something, you can't cut off and t- cut me off. Mm-hmm. Tell me what to do. Tell me what not to do. You can't do that to me. In the he studio. was trying to right your... Let head. me do. Yeah, he was just. Mm-hmm. No, you should say this. And you got to get louder, even though he was right. Mm-hmm. It's like I felt like. You know, like when you're passionate about something, you're doing it. Let me do me first, mm-hmm. and then critique it. Don't mm-hmm. critique it as I go because now I don't know if how I like it. Or yeah, you, what gotta I your, you gotta
2: let your you gotta let right. your creativity just come out and yes. then we go from there. But
8: yeah, he just so, cared yeah. so much. I'm sure he cared too. a lot, and he was so happy because after we were done, we was happy after that. Where we after we were done, we got along, right. and we got in the car and he played it. He like, you hear you? He like, you, <laughs> you hear <sweet."> you? Yeah. <laughs> you hear me? I'm like, <laughs> I hear me. I'm sweet as fuck. I'm like. You heard that part? He like put that on your Instagram. I'm like, I'm doing it.
2: So what was Dex? Dex was your boyfriend at the time.
8: Yeah, he was my boyfriend at the time. So how you did, y'all not together no more? No, he passed away. Oh in man. In 2015. Yeah. How did it. that
3: affect you when that happened?
8: It, it 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 hurt me a lot because you know we hate, we we didn't like each other when it when it happened. Mm. You know, oh, just right. I, that's tough. I, I left him alone. Um, when he when he got when he passed away because he got a little possessive.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: You know, and I couldn't take that. I I ain't having none of that. So, I um, I moved. I gave his mom money for him while he was in there to make sure he was straight. And I, I just cut all ties. Right. So, when he got out, it was like he was kind of mad. And, you know, he had like this... Resentment. Yeah. And I just had to do what was best for me, though. Because it was only going to get worse. And... um Shoot, he hated me. We were online. He he was one of the people that was talking about me. Really? Yeah. He was
2: just hurt though. You had yeah,
8: he was hurt. he was hurt. He was no,
3: because he really had mad love for me. Like, yeah, we really yeah, loved yeah. each like, other. I'm sure if he wouldn't if he wouldn't have gotten killed, that would have came full circle. Full circle for would've... sure,
8: for sure. Oh. Yeah, and um, so that happened. He passed. I was I was hurt because. I never got a chance to, you know, even just say thank you for giving me that confidence mm-hmm. to go in a studio, you know, to even make me believe that I can do it myself. Because I didn't, I just wanted to do it ever since I was a little girl.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: I never thought that, you know, I would be cashed out right. here with the breakfast club. Didn't you go to college too? were you in school? Yeah, I went to Henry Ford Community College. Okay. Yeah, I went there right after I got out of school. But you know what?
2: <laughs> what? Wasn't your thing?
4: Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah uh-huh. I feel uh-huh.
2: I ain't go to college. You, either. you, you was for the for the bread. You wanted the bread. What? What bread? Said, you wanted the bread. The money. Yeah, I want the money. Now let's go back to Drake lifting your spirits. I like to I like to hear when R B running game on people. No oh, stop. <laughs> no. So what <it, it
8: laughs> was the DM like?
2: What <laughs> was the first DM <laughs> like? What was the first DM?
4: He
8: told me happy birthday on my birthday, right? But I didn't see it. That's the story. I didn't see it until he came to Detroit. Did
2: right? you know him then when he said happy birthday?
8: No, we just followed each other on
2: Instagram. Wow, I couldn't even
8: believe that. Mm-hmm. So. My friend, I used to tell him. Do I know
2: him? You said you can't believe that?
8: I couldn't. couldn't. At the time, it's 2016, 15-ish.
2: And mm-hmm. if you're a
3: rapper and Drake is reaching out and following you, you hype. Yeah, not not just a rapper.
2: Have you seen Cash Doll? Okay. I'm just don't, saying. Don't, I'm yeah. just saying. I'm saying? saying. We know how the boy Aubrey gets down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nobody act <laughs> clueless in here, but continue.
8: But anyway. He, so happy
2: birthday. You didn't yeah, see
8: it. Yeah, I didn't see it, right? So it's my friend's birthday. She actually <laughs> in here. She, it was her birthday and I used to always tell her cause she loves Drake. And I was like, I'm going to introduce you to Drake cause I'm gonna be. Oh, I used to tell everybody, even when I was a little girl, I was going to be super famous and everybody going to be mad and <laughs> they're going to try to be my friend. <laughs> so this is my thing when I was growing up, I'm going to be famous. All y'all going to be so mad at me because I'm going to be, and if you don't want to be my friend, don't try to be my friend then. Right. So that was my whole thing. So my, when she told me, she was like, you know, my birthday coming up that I'm like, I'm going to introduce you to Drake for your birthday. It's easy. I'm going to just hit him up. And we used to, we have these conversations where we play, and she's
4: like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. So you went to hit him, and you seen that he hit you already. So
8: I go to hit him to see that he's in the, because he, he coming to Detroit for the Summer 16 store. So I go to hit him, and I seen this b- said happy birthday.
5: I scream, bitch! I missed my message!" <laughs> <blessing." Tell> me- <laughs> <laughs> me happy birthday! Oh, my God!
8: Oh, my God! And everybody like, shut the fuck up. So I'm showing everybody. I'm like, bitch, look, look, look. So I hit him back like, Thank you. Oh my God, I did not know you said. Happy he said birthday. thank you six months later. Yes. Oh my God, I can't believe you told me happy birthday. Oh my God, this is crazy. He like, yeah, I thought you just ain't with me, and I'm like, shit, are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, with you. I think Drake make music for us. Right?
2: No, he do, he do, he, he do. do, he do.
8: So I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, she like, all right, bitch, ask him. Is he going <laughs> to I'm like, wait, 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 let me ask. Him. I'm like, okay, so you come here for some 16 Where can we come? He like, yeah. I'm like. Bitch, we in here. I told you I was going to do Drake, bitch. I told you that, right? So he was like, I mean, I got a 15-minute slot right before I go on, if you want it. I wow. Screamed. I screamed. Ain't that amazing? Oh, I, ran I ran around the circuit. I run around the circuit like, bitch, I'm about to open up for Drake, bitch. We going to be backstage. so <laughs>
3: That's
8: dope. That's what
3: happened. All right, well, shout out to Cash Doll for
2: joining us. Her album right is in right now. I don't wait, know what the hell you're doing right now. It's definitely a Friday. He's in here. Drop on the Clues Bonds for Cash Doll. Her album is out right now. What's it called?
3: Uh, what's the name of her album? Oh, boy,
2: you guys are great.
3: Oh, it's called Stacked. Stacked. That's right. There
2: you go. Stacked. Yes. Go so. buy Stacked. Detroit, what up, though? Good shout morning, Shout out to guys. Nori. Nori
3: hit me like, yo, hook me up. I want to do a song with Cash Doll.
2: Oh, that's dope. Yeah. What
4: up, Nori? What up, N-O! Mm-hmm.
2: N-O-R-E. I was listening to Drink Champs yesterday. I was in the gym listening, or the day before yesterday. I was listening to uh, Drink Champs and the Rap Radar podcast mashup with B-Dot and Elliott. Okay. Yes. Shout out to N-O. Mm-hmm.
4: All right, now we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about?
3: Uh, yes, let's talk about the siblings who are going to be doing a joint co-headlining tour together. Who could it be?
4: All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, good
3: morning. Let's What's get happening? to The
4: Rumors. Let's talk a new tour. It's time, time,
6: time. She's spilling the tea. This
2: is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Oh! the Breakfast Club.
3: Well, it looks like Jaden and Willow Smith have announced a North American co-headlining tour. So that's going to start on November 12th in San Diego. And they're going to hit uh, Austin, San Antonio, Tempe, Houston, Nashville, Raleigh, Atlanta, D.C., Philly, New York, Chicago, Royal Oak, Michigan, Toronto, Denver, and Vegas. Interesting. Anaheim, San Francisco and LA.
2: You know, my last name is Pinkett Smith Winfrey Nose Carter, so I think that's a very interesting tour. Uh the only other sibling tour that would probably really, really get me excited is Solange and Beyonce. Mm. That would be dope. That would be amazing. That would mm. be really dope.
3: All right now showtime is giving a green light to Supervillain. That's a limited docuseries that's profiling Takashi 69. It's all gonna be based on a Rolling Stone feature, the rise and fall of a hip hop supervillain. And it is a co-production of Imagine Documentaries, Rolling Stone, and Lightbox. It's a that's, three-part series.
2: That's so whack. But BS gets rewarded nowadays. Nonsense gets rewarded. I'm like, when we see things play out in real time, especially like on social media, do we even care about that documentary so soon? Yes. I don't feel like it's too. It's too. It's, don't feel like it's too early. People for that. like to see
4: the details of what actually happened because there's so much rumors that went around. So much he says, she and it's says. Very so they well feel
3: like well documentary. What
2: and, haven't we? What hasn't been detailed?
3: I guess maybe all in one place at one time. Because look, people are fascinated by OJ's story, and we've heard that a billion times. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah, still but- doing all kinds of docu series and biopics and everything. Yeah, about but
2: we're also like 20, 30 years removed from that. This just happened last week.
3: I mean, it's just like a CSI. They do stories that just happen, and then
4: I still would like to know the whole thing how they, you know, because right. it's interesting how they caught the driver. What the, you know, what made the driver flip? It, was it ice? Was they originally going it? Like, it's, it's interesting.
3: Plus, he's like the first openly snitch rapper, so it's you know, I think that's the first. From and Brooklyn. so for people,
2: that should be that's something to be celebrated. Nope. No, oh. but it's something to nope. be
3: documented because everybody yeah. that they do a documentary on isn't a celebration. And who
2: gets paid from this? Because he can't that's get paid. A- that's, yeah, well, we have no idea. He, he he can't. Who gets who gets paid? That's from a Showtime this question. This just sounds like some white people capitalizing off the BS that happens in hip hop culture, and we're gonna eat it up.
3: Well, yep. People want to watch documentaries, so it is what it is. All right, Kevin Gates. He's talking about what really made him decide that it was time for him to lose some weight. Uh, he said uh, it was a, a recent interview that he did with Men's Health, and he said the realization that he needed to get in shape came because of something embarrassing that happened to him.
0: But what really did it for me, I had my shirt off and I was holding my partner baby and his baby tried to suck my breast. Lord, that <laughs> baby kept going like this. You know how babies open their mouth and do that? And I just was like, I am too f- fat. That's real. I, I'm a fat slob. I need to lose weight. That was the most embarrassing sh- I mean, sh- That's real. Even <laughs> though I'm a big gorilla, I still got, I got feelings too.
3: Oh, yeah, you got feelings too. Yeah. That's, That's funny.
0: funny.
2: That story right there makes me want to do push-ups. Everybody like, uh-huh. Real? Uh-huh. As, my, as my brother Wax says, check in. Start doing some push-ups right now. Make sure you ain't got mm-hmm. no man titties. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, man. If, a if ba- that
3: baby would have latched on.
2: If a baby tried to do that, or if you look down and you can no longer see your penis because of your stomach, Mm-mm-mm. you're doing too much, young man.
3: All right, All right, now, Wendy Williams, congratulations to her for getting her Walk of Fame honor. So, she's already in the Smithsonian. She said, now I'll be immortalized, immortalized.
4: Did she invite you?
2: Why well, the hell would she invite me? I mean, y'all had history. You were part of the
4: reason why, you know, Bruh, her show was successful I worked, like, with one Wendy, time.
2: I worked with Wendy for three years. That's a long time. No, it's really not. That's just a blip on the radar. That's a long time, but I figured she might invite you. Y'all cool you down? You've been doing radio for how long? Two months, too long. Exactly. You <laughs>
3: said two months. I was like, damn. I've been doing radio
2: for 23 years. There's plenty of people that I know I wouldn't invite to something like that that I've worked with in my radio career.
3: Well, she also said How if you want to... like that? I guess talking right? about. Now, she also said if you want to polish interview and polished journalism, then you're watching the wrong show. If you want a good time, you better get into Wendy because you never know what's going to happen. So, congratulations to Wendy Drop Williams. Drop one of clues
2: bombs for Wendy Williams, damn it came from radio. Mm -hmm. I love to see radio people prosper like that.
3: And speaking of radio people, let's talk about our girl Angie Martinez and the untold stories of hip hop. So Nelly was on last night, so was ASAP Rocky. And Nelly is talking about uh, certain things that have happened during his career. For instance, this car crash.
0: I was in the car with with one of my best friends Mm -hmm. and we were going to East St. Louis to to go to this club and it's called The Broadway. It's a two-way street. So we stopped, it's a line of cars and he goes to make a U-turn and as soon as he goes to make a U-turn this other car just comes out of the blue like bow, hit us. And flipped us over. All I could think, that was just like one of the times I was just like, holy because I didn't have my seatbelt on (gasps) like an idiot. And you thought that with this moment is going to be it. Yeah, I thought that was it. Mm, that's,
3: um, you know, difficult. I'm sure. Have we all been in car accidents here at some point?
0: I've
2: definitely been in a, a, I've been in a, a
3: couple a, of pretty I, bad I, ones. I was in
2: a car accident so bad because I was super drunk and I didn't have a seatbelt on. They said that's the only reason uh, I lived. Because when the, the van hit and wrapped around the tree, the impact didn't kill me because I was so drunk and numb. And being that I didn't have a seatbelt on, I flew out the back window. I, if I had a seatbelt on, I got crushed in the van. Wow. I didn't, I never been in an accident, car accident that, that severe, knock
4: on wood. I've Nothing like a, that. I've
3: been in a couple.
4: And shout out to Nelly. I, people don't know, I love Nelly. Nelly's a good person. The reason to say I love Nelly is he's very loyal. I always tell everybody I was uh, on, on a, sh- we were on tour, and it, a fight broke out, and people were shooting in the club, and we were all there, and I fell. I got trampled. And when Nelly was running out the club, you <laughs> know it's why fun. that made me it's not laugh. Funny. It's not why funny. did you fall? You I like fall? They were fighting. You like the white person, the person in the horror <laughs> movie? Oh! Oh! <laughs> I'm not telling you my story.
2: This was a heartfelt story. Betty <laughs> Krueger's coming. Oh man, and he fell. Well, you is a white man. You you actually a white girl. I can see this whole thing playing out. was a heartfelt story. There was a fight that broke you out. You know, God. people
3: hear gunshots and they
4: run, but some people run toward the bullets. I was, <laughs> I I was, was mercy, happening because what ha- everybody was running out the club, and I was running towards see? the back I told of the club. Because that's what it, it was. It was me. It was oh fabulous. Gosh, it was Nelly. terrible. And and I fell. So Fab was left you. Yeah, Fab was out. Okay. But Nelly, <laughs> I don't think Fab seen, but Nelly seen. Yeah, and Fab he came, definitely glanced and saw. He came back <laughs> and got me. Him and the security came back and, and dragged me out.
9: So
2: you he just, dragged? Hold on. You didn't tell them so, go on without me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Why did you fall and couldn't get up? That's what I want to know. Why have you fallen and can't get up There was a thousand
4: Andy? people. I was getting trampled. <laughs> it was
2: just trampling you
4: back. Did you have actual footprints or on I, you?
2: <laughs> I I you know what, man? Shout out to Logan. Drop on a clue boss for Logan.
3: All right.
2: <laughs> Logan is the man wait, of that house. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can tell me otherwise.
3: <laughs> did you have like dusty footprints on your back?
2: I was 21,
4: guys. <laughs> so what? That's
3: an adult envy.
4: That was like 130 pounds. I fell and they were trampling. me. <laughs>
3: footage. Does anyone t- have the footage?
4: I'm not, I'm not telling me. y'all my stories anymore, man. Nelly, <laughs> I got too many stories. Well, thank
3: you, Nelly. that's not
4: share.
3: Hey, thank me. you to Nelly for dragging me <laughs> out of the club. That's
4: why I don't share my stories with you guys. Nigga <laughs> probably started yelling, underlay, underlay. <laughs> Nelly, mama, D-I-A, D-I-A, help D-I-A, me But I was on the floor. I was on the floor and I was like, oh. <laughs> they grabbed my foot and started dragging me
0: out. Lord have mercy. And I looked and it
4: was Nelly
2: in the security. You just... Security like Shook.
4: All right. Well,
3: uh, you made thank me you dry to Nellie. Uh, MB, thanks for sharing.
2: I made your butt dry. You did, man.
3: That is your rumor report, I oh, guess.
2: have mercy. I was just t- saying thank you to Nelly. I just, that's why I F with him so much. But, you know, forget y'all. Yeah, Nelly don't even remember that. Nelly's said, I thought that was a girl. <laughs> Nelly was like, it was just girl Nelly with a short does, He does remember <laughs> it. <laughs> Nelly
3: was like, Were you the only person remember? getting
4: trampled? No, nah, everybody was on the floor getting trampled.
3: Everyone. So yeah, there was, was a whole bunch, bunch of, of people laying nah, on the Not Nelly.
4: <laughs> but Nelly was out. Nelly wasn't getting Nelly, Nelly, Nelly security. had security. I didn't have security to get me out of there. You know what? I'm not telling y'all nothing. No I'd have did what Fab did. <laughs> you would have got out of Dodge. <laughs> You know what? Thank you for that. I'm not telling
2: y'all nothing no more. We ain't asking you to tell us that.
3: I
4: was trying to thank Nelly. You gotta
3: stop interrupting segments with your stories.
2: Shout out to Nelly. He's a loyal dude. (laughs) Nelly just saw a damsel in distress, so he decided to help.
4: This guy is so
2: crazy. What's wrong with this guy? As if Nelly was being loyal to he him. He was. He came back and got me. He seen me there. You were a damsel in distress. I wasn't a damsel in distress. Bitch down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's like a fucking beauty story. I'm not telling, I'm not
6: telling oh y'all nothing no more. That's what I'm telling man. y'all nothing. Who's giving
2: right. you a donkey, too? I don't even know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. Mm. Anything else in Oh brother, you don't know.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, a young man named Matthew Bushman needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. Oh, I
4: see you guys about to do memes on me already. <laughs> Damn it, man! All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> 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 For the
1: donkey of the day.
5: That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the Devil.
2: Possibly. <laughs> Breakfast Club. Yes. <clears throat> Donkey today for Friday, October eighteenth goes to a young man named Matthew Bushman. Okay, Matthew is thirty six years old, I believe, uh, from Illinois. Uh, he was arrested for giving police officers a fake name. Let's go to WICs ABC twenty for the report, please. An Illinois man. Hey, was stop, arrested stop, stop, stop. After- the other one. Play hey, the WICs ABC twenty. The first one, the original one. Oh, that's, what, that's, what have. that's only what he has, oh. sir. Oh my. See, that's what you get for laughing at me so hard. You Shut up. You are
4: your stuff together. Well, I wanted to play uh,
2: the original news report, WICS ABC 20. Wait, he's oh, you getting it together. Uh, Dan, he's getting it together. it together. Okay, right. All right, Dan, live radio. I, I love like, it. I love it. I Boom. feel like
3: Envy got everything in a See? disarray. All right,
2: no, well, let me start over. Let's go to WICS <laughs> ABC 20 for the report, please. An Illinois man was arrested after he gave officers a fake name. Police said Matthew Bushman, thirty six, of Mansfield, is charged with obstructing justice. Police said on Wednesday. Hold on, stop, right, stop, stop, stop. That okay. the, which one is that? I want the original one. Oh my goodness. That didn't have uh, the meat of the story in it. This is how you know breakfast club is live and this real. It's live radio. It's okay. It's okay. I want the original one that didn't have the meat of the story in it. Didn't have. Doesn't have. You don't have that one. Okay. You got it. All right. There, there you it go. is. There you w WICS ABC A B C twenty
10: for the report, please. A 36-year-old man for obstruction of justice. Police say that Matthew Bushman, this man right here, gave them a false name and a false date of birth to try and avoid arrest. Bushman was then taken to the Coles County Jail.
2: Now, I was so hell-bent on playing that news report because it sucked. All right, and in one second, I'm gonna tell you why it sucked. Okay, I, I've never understood the logic of giving police a fake name simply because if they're taking you to jail, they're gonna find out your real identity anyway. Not to mention lying about your name just makes it seem like you're guilty. So I never understood why people do that. You ever did that? You ever give a fake name to the police? No. No. Yeah, I don't understand the reason. Now, in this era of social media where everything is transparent, where everybody's business is out there, it's almost impossible to pretend to be somebody else. But in the case of Matthew Bushman, the reason why he couldn't possibly lie to anyone is because of this headline that's on Fox 6 now. This is why I said WICS ABC 20's news report sucked because how do you have a news report and exclude the meat of the story, okay? The reason the guy is getting donkey of the day. I'm not one to complain though. I like solutions, not problems. So what I did was reach out to a fellow member of the iHeart Mafia, uh, Joe Barlett, all right, he he's from WRR 710 here in New York City, and I had him read the story, and I had him read it the way I read it uh, on Fox 6. Now, let's listen to uh, Joe Barlett from WRR 710. An Illinois man was arrested after he gave officers a fake name. Police said Matthew Bushman, 36, of Mansfield, is charged with obstructing justice. Police said on Wednesday, officers were investigating a forgery they said involved Bushman. Lee well, said that Bushman, who has his name Matty B tattooed across his neck, ah. tried to give them a fake name and date of birth to avoid arrest. He had an active Peoria County warrant. First of all, round of applause to Joe Bartlett. All right. That is a skill. That news reporter voice, that damn, news, man, that, that voice news is great. reporter cadence, that that news reporter anchor sound, that is a skill set a lot of people don't have. That is truly a gift, all right? Don't take those people for granted, damn it. But back to Matthew Bushman. I'm uh, I'm looking at this mugshot, I'm not gonna show it to y'all yet, but right across his neck, right over his throat, in plain sight, it says Matty B. Did you miss that part of, of Joe Bartlett's story? Let me hear that part. Has his name Matty B tattooed across his neck trying to give him a fake name? Yes. Now, unless Maddie B, right, is the man whose meat lollipop you are sucking on and the reason you have his name t- tatted across your throat is because he makes deposits there, there would be no reason to have another man's name on your throat. Even if he was dead, there would never be a reason to have another man's man's name tatted on your throat. If you're not sucking his soup bone, why is it on your throat? But since we know that's not the case, simply because his name is Matthew Bushman, he is today getting the credit he deserves for being stupid. If you don't understand the moral of the story, it's simple. You can't falsely ID yourself when you have your own government name tatted on your throat. Now, let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Uh, I don't want to play today. Matthew Bushman, a.k.a. Maddie B. He had his name tattooed across his throat and still tried to give the police a fake ID, false ID. Angela Yee, guess what race it is! I don't
3: really want to play, but I'm going to guess that he was African-American.
2: Why do you think he was African-American?
3: Um, Because we're known for lying about our name to the police. <laughs>
2: Whoa. <laughs> oh. Wow.
3: But I've never given oh, a fake name. i just given somebody else's name. Okay. So that's not a fake name. Huh?
2: It's
3: a real name. It's just not mine.
2: <laughs> that's a- hey, DJ <laughs> Envy, yes. guess what race it is. <laughs> Matthew Bushman. And shout out to AKA Bushman. A.K.A. Maddie B. Matty okay? B. he got his name tattooed across his throat, son. Yeah. What's his, What? Guess what race he is. Uh, I was
4: thinking Asian, but I'm just going to go white.
2: Why do you think he's white? Hmm? Why do you think he's white? Um...
4: I don't know. I, 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 I cause I, I feel just like don't want to say. Black. I feel like he's black, and he's so. trying to
3: swear you to think that he's black because he said, yeah. "Yo, good, is Ma- son. Yeah,
4: Matty B, sunny. His I name think. is Matty B. Matty B
3: with the taps across his neck. And then shout out to Bushman. Bushman does radio in Detroit.
2: That's his last name, though. That's not his nickname. His nickname I is Matty B. I know, but he's made me think of that. I Maddie think Matty B. B. I think Matt. That's kind of corny too. So I think it's, it's it's a white name. Okay. Um, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. I will tell you that DJ Envy is absolutely correct. He is Caucasian! Damn, I didn't want to do that. He is Caucasian! (laughs) I know you heard the tats on your neck. I know you heard the name, the little slang name, Matty B. And you thought he was black, but no Caucasians. That is yours. The mayonnaise is heavy in this story. It It looks like he's one quarter black. He probably is, because everybody come from Africa any goddamn way. They all are sons, all right? (laughs) But yes, uh, please Ooh. give Matthew Bushman the biggest ear. I knew that one.
4: See, Maddie B is not like a cool name. That's like an off name that somebody gives you. That's not like, you know, like, I don't know. I was right. Uh. Anyway, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. When we come back, flashback Friday, Busy Bone will be joining us.
3: Yeah, Busy Bone. For bone, bone Thugs, Thugs and in harmony. harmony.
4: That's right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. From Bone Thugs and
10: Harmony, we have Busy Bone. Welcome, sir. What's, what's good? What's good? Good to be here. Good to be here. Finally.
3: Now let's talk about you as a teenager, That's because up. hooking up with Bone Thugs in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Was that a hookup where we all rap? We about to form a group, or was that just a friendship thing at first?
10: It was like a group thing. It was like some Temptations type stuff. We all was into music. We was all dirt broke, dirt poor, everybody on drugs. I was selling dope in a dope house for my sisters at like 14 years old. And that's how I met Lazy. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a little rap on his, uh, wrote a rap for him. And he came over to my house, come pick me up. And I never went back to the house. And we still sold dope here and there just to eat or whatnot. But I never went back that route. We just came together organically. And we, you know, we was hungry and everything. We were struggling and everything. But, the music meant a lot more to us you know what i mean it just wasn't even a hustle it was just mm-hmm. something that we did and we knew we had a new style and everybody told us it was like man if they can just as soon as somebody hear y'all y'all gonna be on when did y'all
4: develop the the flow the the fast that ain't no flow that's a harmony, oh yeah, <laughs> harmony. y'all was
2: like a uh, y'all was like a quartet
4: <laughs> like a real r&b group that could rap but it was it was different than we've
10: ever heard yeah, yeah, it was, um, it started out Motown, you know, we from Cleveland, and it just formed from there, you know, I, I started out singing, and it just took off, you know what I mean, like, I like to say it happened organically, but I know, mm-hmm. you know, the universe put everything together.
2: Even, even meeting those other three. Like, it wasn't one of y'all that was doing that, that one style, and you was like, oh, that's dope. Let's all do that.
10: Well, Lazy started it off, but he started it off a little different. He came in, said me hype it him up, and strike it up up, and give it up. They like, man, letting him know. they bone going to flow. And he was brruh, brruh, using that, mm-hmm. using that. And then um, Crazy Bone w- went to jail, and he heard one line from Big Daddy Kane And he was while he was in jail for shooting Wishbone. Why he was in jail. <laughs> For shooting <sure>. Okay, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. It was an accident. It was an accident. I'm sorry. What, what, what line was
4: it that he heard from Kane? I God, I don't okay. know
10: which one it was, but he heard one line and he said he felt like, why don't I take this one line and make it a whole rap? And that's back when everybody was iggity, everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody was well, iggity. Everybody was iggity. And they didn't know how to, yeah, they didn't know how to bring together. The the elements to just keep saying real words. Don't use iggity. Just keep saying real words. <laughs> don't say iggity. Yeah, and then it just crazy brought it to the table. He's like, we all need to do this. We all need to do this. We was already harmonizing, and it just came together. And yeah, man. Who shot Wishbone? Uh, Cray. Why? Cause we was out robbing people, and um, they got in the car. Like Wishbone came over crazy. Like I'm finna go to jail. <laughs> it was, he did something. He was finna go to jail about something. I don't know what the hell he did. Hey, man, Craig, we about to, about to go to jail. We robbed. First dude, we robbed, hit him with the 12-gauge. And the next guy that we robbed, we didn't have no more bullets. We had like one or two bullets in the, in the gauge. We had a bag of bullets in the car. So we was excited because we robbed somebody with a bag of 12-gauge uh, uh, you know, uh, bucks. And um, me and Lei, we, go, we was going to go, we about to uh, rob this house up from Lay Lay mom because they was f***ing with Lele's mom so he was gonna go in there we heard they had Uzis and shit up there or whatnot, so he was gonna go rob their house and shit so he was just waiting on Wish and Cray and we driving we had two stolen cars so we driving me and Lay driving and shit. and um they just drove past fast in the van now, at that time that's when he had shot him shot him clean shot cause he kept loading the shit up so and then he had his finger on the goddamn trigger so he shot Wish clean through his leg and, and that's how it happened we found out the next day but it was an accident Oh, it was totally an accident. Mm-hmm. They the best of friends now. You can't okay. see one without seeing the other. I wonder if they can laugh about that now. Yeah, yeah, they boys. <laughs> <laughs> they you <shot> you.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, you shot me. Oh, yeah, you shot me, So you took him to the hospital, when he went to the hospital, they arrested him at the hospital? Yeah, that's
10: exactly <laughs> what <I>, happened. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because you just got to throw him out. Like, yeah, because yeah. he kept telling him, throw the gun out, and throw the gun out, and Ant was just crazy. He was just like, he thought he killed him because it was so much blood. Oh. You know what I mean? You know, they were still looking out for each other all the way there. <laughs> they drove the stolen car to the hospital. They drove the stolen car? <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> and then the guy dropped charges. Crazy. He was a, a
2: pastor. What's your relationship like with the group now? Because I know back in 03, there was a statement that you wasn't a part of the group, but then I think y'all reconciled. Like, what's, what's, what's the relationship? I was
10: beefing with Ruthless Records, and they was cool with it. They was cool with the label, and I just wasn't cool with the label. You know, and that's where we kind of Started separating business came into play. You know I was still young. I was still like f- that. We need our masters curve f- f- this place. Let's shoot this bitch up. <laughs> we got goons. Everybody was killed these motherfuckers. Let's get our. Sh- you know what I'm saying? And it's just looking at me like, "B man, what the f- are you talking about? My, sh-? it, you know, this is our dream."
2: You was right though.
10: Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day. and But I'm I'm grateful that, you know, that, that what they did because, you know, right now, Ruthless Records, although they may not be putting out new records, the missus is, she out there killing s***.
3: You had your first child at 14 also, right? That's right. So what was that like? Because that's around the same time that y'all was just hooked up as a group. So how are you as a father
10: at such a young age? I was a foster kid, and I wanted to be better than who was raising me, I guess. So... Always been hustling, and I've been a daddy ever since. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, once you're a father, you're never not a father. Right. You know what I mean? I got grandkids. You know, by these the same children that I had. Wow. You know yeah, my grandfather. Yeah, grandfather. I'm granddaddy granddaddy. <laughs> do they make you feel old? Cause you don't look old at all. <laughs> nah, no, I, I don't. How many know? grandkids do you have? Huh? How many grandkids do you have? Six. Six grandkids. Damn. Wow.
2: Oh, you a granddaddy granddaddy. I'm
10: granddaddy. How That's many kids granddaddy. do you have? Uh, let me see. Non-biological. Can I count them? Mm-hmm. 16. Wow. Oh,
2: non-biological and then seven. Yeah. F- okay, I gotta get Yeah, this. non-biological.
10: It's like 16 grand... Uh, 16 children and six grandbabies. So. Wow. That's That's fam- life.
3: What kind of family reunion is I'm that? Sure That's is crazy. You <laughs> have seen. It. It. And
10: Thanksgiving <laughs> Christmas is popping. Yeah, it's popping <laughs> like a mother... I don't even turn my phone on no more. It's all gift cards in this small yeah. All gift cards.
3: You went through a lot at a young age, right? And things that you didn't even know about when you were young until later. Right. So how was that for you? Like, did the guys in the, the rest of Bone Thugs, did they know about those things at first? Or was it something that it took a while for you to express just even, you know, being kidnapped
10: yeah, that by them your own
3: stepfather?
10: Yeah, that mm-hmm. them up. Like, they actually thought I was, like, clout chasing and shit, right? Like, when I put the music out, it was actually like, what the f*** are you talking about? You never talked to us about it. Yes, we shooting and robbing motherfuckers. I ain't crazy. I'm talking to y'all about that shit. It's all sentimental and touchy.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: <laughs> man, you don't talk like that around people like that, man. You know, my boys is my boys, what they used to be hunters.
2: So you couldn't show no vulnerability? Hell around, no. Man. Oh, yeah. man, I'm
4: a hunter with you. Did Karma ever come back? You know, some of the people that you were hunting ever come back and say, yo, that was the
10: dude that robbed me. Now he's in the group. Now I gotta get him. Well, I mean, shit. I had such a light voice back in the days; they thought I was a girl. The guy I was robbing my because <laughs> it was 6'4", Drop down, give me your <laughs> shit. They thought it was just a girl in Cleveland robbing everybody. I was trying to get everything And
2: you had the long braids too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I had my
10: hood on. <laughs> I had <was doing> my <laughs> dirt on. You know, I had my hood on. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think karma came back a few times for us and... There's a couple of things that needed to be paid, a couple of debts we needed to pay off, so a couple of lawsuits didn't surface and stuff like that. But, yeah, some All
4: right, we got more with Busy Bone when we come back. Let's get into a Bone Thugs mini-mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Bone Thugs mini-mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Busy Bone from Bone Thugs. Charlemagne? When you got kidnapped, how did that
10: affect you? Like, later on in life? It made me tough as a mother because it was like like news cameras was coming in, and then right after that I wound up getting abused by the dude my mom was with, and he was supposed to be like my real dad, and then I wound up going to a foster home, and it was just like a downward spiral all the way up until I met E Z E at like 15, six, 16. How old were you when it was on America's Most Wanted? It was- About 15. I was like six years old. And America's Most Wanted worked? Like did, like when, when, when your story was featured on there... Well what happened was the uh, the guy John Walsh from America's Most Wanted he was just getting started his son had got kidnapped mm-hmm. Adam Walsh and he was putting out this um movie and he was fighting to put kidnapped kids at the end of the movie um to show at the end like a whole bunch of pictures and my mom was able to get my picture to him and I was in this reservation down in Oklahoma and with my babysitter and it came on TV mm. And she called the police, and our names was changed. I got vaccinated like two times, and shit. I'm wow. sick as hell, and shit. you know, um, and And your then, mom
3: never stopped looking for you, though. Never.
10: They gave her a lot of flack, because she was an Italian woman, and it was like, yeah, that's what you get for messing with a black dude. You know, wow. so it was up back in the days.
3: Do you remember being reunited? Because you thought your mom was dead.
10: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember being reunited. She sold all the rights to NBC, I think. Mm-hmm. For about 10 years we got the rights back a while wow wow a while ago the rights for what the movie the, the movie story. oh wow mm-hmm. and um came to pick me up in the jet and my first experience on a plane you know what i'm saying even when i'm on every time i get on a plane i think about my mom right you know what i'm saying like that's when i started singing for because i miss my mom mm. and we'd be in a um, van and i would hear some music and that was where my love came from
3: did you have any Stockholm syndrome? You know how some kids get kidnapped, but they sympathize with the person because it was—he uh, was your stepfather,
10: right? Or well, no, I found out. I found out later on that he happened to be my real pop. Oh. And my mom told me she didn't want to tell me just because of the whole situation, and you know, this was before DNA and genes and mm-hmm. things. She was more or less like, if I keep you away from this, then none of his characteristics mm. will fall on you. After she had told me, I was thirty-nine years old when she had told me it. Wow. So, wow. Did you speak to him after that? No, I, basically, I buried him. I oh, was 21 Savage and Amigos? You, you were upset. <laughs> uh, <here> you know <laughs> oh, a lot of
2: good stuff, <laughs> man. There's, Let me tell you there's, something, there's man. A, like, this, we
10: this, not digging into a lot of good stuff. He said there's we should be stuff. digging in on these motherfuckers. There's a lot of stuff. Nah, well, shit. um, s***. Man, he said he was going to f*** my homeboy's wife. Hmm. And then Offset said, throw your M's up. And then he said, y'all should be kissing our feet. He put the legends, them legends. We the only ones talking to y'all. Mm. He said, and then I was just like, all right, man, this shit. I'm so going to say something.
3: How did this all start? Because it seemed like you were addressing them, but you weren't trying to be condescending at first. You think things got taken Yeah, out of- yeah, I
10: addressed it on, on like, Facebook mm-hmm. and, you know, made a big ha-ha-ha about it, came at Big Boy. He my He's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of got taken out of context, but, you know, I, I kept trying to keep it classy, and then I guess old boy went on, Big Boy, and then Big Boy, you know, feeding that goddamn dragon. He said, so do you still think you're the best group ever? Mm-hmm. And then he said, and then Lazy, he woke up on one and said, y'all just need to shut the mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm.
9: And well, no, that's, that's who, when it popped. That's the way they
10: supposed to feel, though, right? Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. There's no slight to them guys. You know what I'm saying? Lazy kids and took pictures with them. I done took pictures with them, and it's all one so that's all squashed it out and everything. best Huh?
4: That squashed it out and everything.
10: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, 21 Savage apologized a little lay lay behind closed doors. I said what I said, and we moving on, man. Let's mm-hmm. keep so. it pushing.
3: But you talk about it on this new album, Carly. Hell Knox, yeah, I
10: wasn't gonna like just the Race Gold song. <laughs> that was some LL Cool J. <laughs> I said, these motherfuckers, are, I feel like this is some cannabis in LL Cool J. You know, it's like they gave me a little inspiration. So I, I appreciate them guys because mm-hmm. they, you know, they really made me get into my bag. I love you think
3: this might time. reignite something? Because you did put this out and there's a few different <laughs> references.
10: Hey, man, so, I don't really think nobody lyrically want to with me. I, for their sake, I hope they don't say nothing.
4: Now, did the police really come to your door when you came out with the gun? Did the really come to your door? <laughs> Hell yeah. They
10: showed show the f- God, live, like, be God, careful, you can't have that shotgun. Damn neighbors and <laughs> some f-ing snitches, man. God damn. <laughs> your neighbor, your neighbor was 6'9". My goddamn neighbors are snitching like a mother <laughs> man. But I mean, it, it worked out for the best. <laughs> and I was just tripping. I was tipsy and my, my My father-in-law, he gave me this brand new Winchester, like, all kind of guns and shit. So I was just feeling myself. You Lucky you're alive. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I got bay when she told me that. Shit. I started like, for some reason, mm-hmm. I started throwing the guns. I'm like, legal as. Fuck. You know, you from the neighborhood, man. Anytime the police come around, we running. We running. Windows. We are throwing the guns. <laughs> we throwing everything. The weed. That's <laughs> legal. Everything legal. I'm throwing everything out. But yeah, yeah, it was one of them days. Well,
4: carbon monoxide is out right now. Yes, sir. And they could pick it up on all streaming services or purchase it at a store.
10: Well, they could purchase it on www.iambusybone.com because I'm doing everything independent right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, definitely, and um, it's doing really, really well, really, really well. I got my son on there, YBL Sinatra. I got my niece on there, Ajene, and my boy Blaze. Big shout out to Blaze. I lo- wait, wait, a minute. Big shout out to <laughs> Blaze. Nothing but love, number love, and it's a great record from the beginning to the end. Can we ask you? Uh, can I ask you one favor?
4: A lot of kids might not know who Busy Bone is and the style and, and some of the stuff that you guys have done. Do you have a 16 for them right now where they can understand what Busy Bone is?
10: Yeah, it might not be 16. Well, go. I mean, whatever you need to do. I bet he beguiled the eyes, realized digging in the vicar with my diggings in the middle with my newborn style, the foul in beginning, uh. In Venom would he enter the mental, the ghetto, religion, belligerent, revision. We back from prison, but don't nobody feel him, but the millions around the globe. And the mission was money was go, buddy. he nutty with money because he was out of the gully with nothing but ugly souls. Bloody with guts, they trust, no one will touch me. What? Wasn't it rough enough? Gun up in lust, but I just corrupt. I don't even erupt. Creep on to come up? What up? Trapped in a radish, the trumpets pumping, telling me something. Snatcher, we out in the pasture, tattered like cattle and medallions, diamonds in the gallow, ghettoish bastards. Faster than the average asses in the shadows out in the battlefield. How oh, the nice. hell do you
9: breathe? <laughs>
2: God <Goodness laughs>
10: Gotta pick place. <laughs> did, did, did Big
2: have to punch himself in or he did it? <laughs> he punched himself. Like, he had to I punch himself know, oh, know, he wasn't in. The studio?
10: Diddy is a master. Okay. So I think he, I, I just think he chef boy RB that. <laughs>
3: like,
9: I
10: think he put it together. I don't know. I don't know if he just ripped it, ripped it, ripped it. Because Big was really, really talented. For yeah. a big dude, he could carry a verse. So.
3: Well, this is one part of our job that we love sitting down with somebody legendary like Busy Bone. so we so much appreciate
10: you for coming through. That's you know, right. I appreciate We're... you guys for having me in. And, yes, um, sir. Do I do my social media yeah. Shit? Yeah. Of course, right please. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, um If you want to check us out, first of all, make sure you follow all my boys, Lazy, Crazy, Wish, Flesh, Bone Thugs, and Harmony, all the respect- respectful social media. Myself, Busy Bone, M-R-M-C-C-A-N-E, Mr. McCain on Instagram, Facebook, I am Busy Bone. That's me.
4: All right. Well, it's Busy Bone. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
0: Breakfast Club.
8: Listen up.
0: It's just in. All the gossip. 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 The Rumor Report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee.
5: It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club.
3: So Big Sean did an, an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and in it he talks about being diagnosed with a heart condition when he was 19 years old. And he talks about the track Lucky Me off of his upcoming album, where he addresses it for the first time ever, where basically they were going to have to cut him open and put a pacemaker on it to get his heart back on beat. But then his mom took him to holistic doctors and they prescribed him magnesium for two weeks. And that's how they ended up curing that.
2: Salute to Big Sean. Big Sean is being very uh, transparent and vulnerable on his new album
3: now yep. he also talks about dealing with his mental health issues and having yep. therapists and mentors that have actually been instrumental for him and he has another track called Wolves it's a collaboration with Post Malone he said that's one of his favorite tracks that's on actually, the album. that's
2: actually a very tough tune and y'all know I'm not a Post Malone we fan are <laughs> that Wolves record is very hard I didn't even know it was Post Malone on it to be honest with you
3: Right, so um, this is the Entertainment Weekly interview again.
2: I was raised by the world. Yeah, that record is hard.
3: And he's talking about his family members when he's uh, doing that song.
2: And he does address his mental health a lot in this new album, which I which I appreciate, because it just helps to eradicate the stigma around it. So salute to Big Sean.
3: All right, now Nivea was on Vlad TV, and she was talking about Little Wayne, her relationship with him, but also her relationship with Lauren London. She breaks down uh, finding out that Wayne was having a baby with Lauren London.
5: And then I found out the day I was confirmed pregnant with our son that he had another one three months ahead of me that that should be expected three months ahead of ours. So I'm like, wow. And then my mama okay. died. So, yeah, life. Damn.
6: So the baby with Lauren London, that was the one that was like the final straw?
5: Nah, it wasn't at first. <clears throat> Not at first. It was very crushing. Then she and I became very close, ironically. I know that sounds weird, but we were two people going through something that was along the lines of humiliating.
3: Well, that's good that the two of them actually became close during that time because it could have went the other way as we've seen in so many instances. All right, now back to Angie Martinez and uh, her untold stories of hip-hop. We got off track earlier because DJ Envy told the story about falling and getting trampled. Mm. So let's get back to that. Now, another story that Nelly told last night on Untold Stories of Hip Hop was about the Super Bowl, how he was on stage, him and Diddy performed, and people forget about that because of the whole Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson situation that happened. Here's what he said.
0: So we get off and they're bringing Janet set on. So we're running up the tunnel saying, we killed it, we killed it, we killed it. We get to the back because they still going. And we look on the screen because we're watching the show. And right when we see the screen, we're just looking. Then all of a sudden, it's just boom, nip slip. We shoot out the tunnel. <laughs> I start running towards the field, like, oh my god. Like, Were you supposed to go back to the field? No. Oh, like, what were you we trying don't... to see? <laughs> what the hell just happened? Justin pulled the- out for real. Yeah. Nobody will say that, but yeah. Justin pulled the- out. You know,
2: I wonder if Justin's penis would have caused all the commotion that Janet's nipple did.
3: Uh, you can't pull out a penis. I'm sure on TV. it would have been worse. I feel like penises are even more X-rated than nipples. Absolutely. I don't know.
2: Janet, uh, Justin's penis is white. I don't mean? know if they'd have crucified Justin the way they crucified uh, Janet.
3: I think a penis across the screen is worse than a nipple for some and, reason. And then think about I feel like everyone has nipples.
2: And then fast forward, however many years later, what is a nipple on TV? That's
3: yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? But, but you're now still not going to see a penis on now TV. Now is nothing. No, you still see penis. You see penises on TV. Where on them on them shows? It'd be cap- premium cable shows. Oh. Yeah, 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 we're
3: talking yeah, about yeah. on regular.
2: Regular TV, cable. maybe not. But I don't know. I mean, regular TV. I don't know if Justin's penis would have caused all the commotion that Janet's nipple did. Justin came out of that situation unscathed. He did. Janet caught hella flack.
3: All right. And I just want to tell you guys a nice story of some something that happened with Sacramento Kings star Harrison Barnes. He is actually paying for the funeral of a Tatiana Jefferson. Super dope, super dope, dope, tragic dope, 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 incident dope. where she was shot and killed by a police officer in her own house. We've been talking about this this story where Aaron Dean is the officer who ended up killing her, opening fire and shooting her. Uh, well, now at least Harrison Barnes is stepping in, and he will be paying for that funeral.
2: Dope. Dropping the clues, Barnes, with Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm.
3: He plays for the. Um, he played for the Dallas Mavericks for three years before getting traded to the Kings. All right. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. And hey, you know what? I want to I want
2: to salute Billboard, too, man. Drop on the Clues Bombs for Billboard. Uh, they put out their Billboard R&B Hip-Hop Power Players list for 2019. A lot of people I respect on that list It's broken down into various categories, and they have me as a power player in media along with my coach, uh, Thea Mitchum, and OG Doc Winters. So Definitely. Congrats. Could, yeah, dope, so dope, dope, dope. Drop on the Clues Bombs for, uh, for Billboard. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I will continue to. Build my castle With the stones That they Throw at me There you
4: go I seen you Um, I seen you and Gucci got up I seen he posted a picture Of you and him He did? Yeah Let me see Yeah He said uh, Breakfast Club AM Y'all did an interview I heard oh. it got spicy it
2: Did get a little spicy mm. I heard it got a little spicy Sounds about right I think I might put that out On Monday Okay Oh you did post
0: You think I was lying? How do you think I knew? <laughs> Damn how I look is almost as tall As Gucci man in this picture You got the <laughs> platform shoes on No I don't Those are Pumas With the platforms Wow Interesting.
4: <laughs>
3: it got spicy?
4: Okay. Well, the mix is up next. Mm. Um, happy birthday, Neo. I'm going to get some Neo on in the mix. So um, let me know your favorite Neo joint, all right? What's favorite 800- Neo song? 585-1051. There's mm. Sexy Love. There's Miss Independent.
3: I, I do like a lot of Neo songs. My favorite oh,
2: Neo song is Sexy Love, and it's not even close. Remember when St. John was here and he was talking about seduction? Yeah. That is a sedu- that is a record that is full of seduction. The song starts off, she makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. But
3: I love Neo Collabs. We, too, we got so many touch. great collabs.
2: We got one with Fab, with Remy, but we're
4: going to get it on right now. You know how a woman got a...
3: Ghostface, know, know, you know back to love like a that, woman? that was my joint.
4: For, for
2: her to make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? I ain't got too many. Well, I got a little bit of hair on my neck, but... We had a little behind-the-scenes remix version. Okay, singing. sing it. Nope. <laughs> Salute to easy What up, M-Easy? M-Easy, no. Am easys sitting around singing it to himself right now. <laughs> he makes the heads in the back of my I ass stand, stand up. up. You know what?
4: You play too much, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Revolt, we'll see you on Monday. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Now shout out to everybody in North Carolina and South Carolina. I'm actually going to be at North Carolina tonight. Shout out to my brother, DJ Louis V. Louis V. Hey,
3: what's up, Louis V? We
4: got Sweet tonight, and then uh, tomorrow we're South Carolina. Yeah, well, you know homecoming.
3: what? It's a big weekend for me because this is the kickoff to my lip service tour. Mm-hmm. So Sunday we are kicking it off in Philly with Partisan Fontaine, DJ Diamond Cuts, uh, TJ Adams, he plays Old Dirty Bastard on the Hulu series for Wu-Tang and the young Chris, a uh, Philly legend. So we'll be out there on Sunday kicking things off.
2: And listen, man, I want to salute to South Carolina State University. Uh, that's my my mother's alma mater. Uh, that's an HBCU in South Carolina. I will be there today from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Smith Hammond Middleton Memorial Center, uh, having a conversation about a lot of different things. But you know, we'll be focusing on uh, my favorite subject to talk about, which is mental health. But we'll be talking about a whole bunch of things, man. You know, that's that's home. That's my mom's alma mater. Another another beautiful black queen who played a great role in my life. That's her alma mater. She actually works there. Her name mm-hmm. is Miss Nicole Brevard. So I'll be seeing y'all this weekend, and I'll, I'll be at the uh South Carolina State homecoming game tomorrow too. Um, announcing something very special at halftime of the homecoming game for South Carolina State tomorrow. So yeah, I'll be, there, I'll be too. there all weekend. And Kamala Harris is doing something out there, right? Senator Harris is there this weekend. She's uh doing it. She's tailgating at South Carolina okay. State. I'm gonna be out there I'm, for that. I'm gonna go out there and kick it with her for a second as well. So yeah, we being I'm being Orangeburg heavy this weekend. Okay. Alright, when we come back, positive note, don't move It's the Breakfast Club, good
4: morning good Morning everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee Charlamagne the God, we are the
2: Breakfast Club You got a positive note? Yes I do man, and um, this is just for everybody out there That's going through something, dealing with something I just want to tell you that trauma creates change you don't choose But healing is about creating change you do choose Invest in your mental wealth, people Breakfast Club, bitches You all finished or you all
9: done?